word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day. The first one is consent. I what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I just opened up the. the well, I'm at, no, I'm, I don't know why you're laughing. I'm like asking you for the definition. It's a, it's you're, supposed to get, you're supposed to give the definition. It's a verb meaning. What the hell are you thinking about, Jeff? <laughs> it's a verb meaning to permit, approve, or agree. I'm just saying. I usually I I kind of like write down. You know, when I write down these words, I think about them for a second. This one I just wrote down and did not think about at all. It's like, okay, that's the word of the day, and then I like read it out loud. I'm like, oh, consent. Okay, interesting. Everybody should take a time or take some time out of their day to learn about the word consent. And if you haven't, here we are revisiting the topic. Flan, your word of the day, unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com, is summarize. Is not the summarize you are thinking of because it's Urban Dictionary. To get ready for warm weather. Mm, summarize. I wish I was summarizing right now. Uh, you will be after the show. You'll be at the gym. You no, but it's kind of cold out. Oh, well, yeah, it's raining right now, so that's un- super unfortunate. But Hopefully this is the last storm till next November. <laughs> well, you know, like a, a couple here and there just for like wildfire prevention would be nice. Like how dope would it be to just have a random we, we July? We haven't had this, late, we haven't had this late of a, of a rain in a while. But global warming doesn't exist. Uh, I would just like to say that how dope would it be if we got like a nice little monsoony rain in the middle of like July or start of August for like two, three days. Just boom, pour down, dump, and then give me some peace of mind about the possibility as we enter wildfire True. season. Right? Give me a little bit more of a tropical climate here in California because I can't ask for any better climate. I want I want even more. I want to take more. Mm. I want the tropical climate without the humidity, mm. which I don't think is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can tell we're getting far with that. All right, good show today, per usual. We only have great shows. Oh, fix the volume there. Yes. Sound better? Yes, Queen. Check in. Okay, great show today. <laughs> Without further ado, you ready to go? Yeah. Let's get it on.
And welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags with fun facts. The show by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. Yes. And as you just heard now and about mm, 10 seconds prior for a deep exhale in the microphone, I am joined. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I am joined by my friend and co-host in that order, Brendan Flanagan. Hello. How's it going, Flan? It is good. It's been a long time since we got together and talked yes. sports. <laughs> yeah? That's what we're doing today? Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. How was your Mother's Day? It was good. Yeah? Helped Mama out around the house, got her flowers. Okay. And uh, made dinner. Oh, okay. Nice. What'd you make for dinner? Steak. Oh, that's Made it. Made sure it was well done. It was just a steak on a plate. That's it. Steak on a plate. I love you this much. No <laughs> sides, no nothing. Just I, I just want to give you this steak. Well done. Fair. I got my mom an edible arrangement because I want her. <laughs> what? <laughs> edible. Whoa. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Definitely. I was just like, Mom, here, turn up on your Mother's Day. You deserve it. And I got her edible arrangement because I want her to eat healthier, you know, and it was pretty and they put a lot of time and effort I into it. I love eating healthy. And then at the end of the night, I was like, mm, I could probably do a little bit more. So, yeah, did the same thing. Made some dinner. But I went pork and green beans because I was like, let's make sure we keep you healthy because I want you around. Love pork. Because I love my mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mom. And then also today, quick shout out to my pops. Happy birthday, mm, Dad. Happy birthday. May 15th, he shares happy a birthday, birthday with birthday, em- birthday. Emmett Smith and Dan Patrick. Those are the only two Ooh. I remember off the top of my head. Very cool. So, yeah. All right. Let's get right into it. Flan, in an attempt to bring more fratitude to the show, I believe it is time for <laughs> Alpha, Beta, Zeta. And judging by that reaction, you have nothing ready. <laughs> nope. Nothing ready. All right, fantastic. So, what is going on? I got on? it, I got it, I got First, it. I got it, I got it. The I alpha, it. the alpha today. The alpha today, we're going with uh, the baddest chick in the Seven Kingdoms. We're going with Daenerys Targaryen. How do I spell that? Just say, da- why do you need to write it down? Because I like to keep track of these. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I take just, I take lots I take lots write, of notes at work and it just down, carries over to my home. Danny. Danny. All right. Danny got. How about that? In parentheses. Dude, yeah, my desk at work and now my room is slowly just becoming sticky notes everywhere with just <laughs> reminders. Like this is your password. You have to you have this meeting, then don't forget about this. Alright, so why is Danny the Alpha? Uh she basically burned down King's Landing. Is with this Khaleesi? Yes. Why does she have so many names? Just she's everything like Mother of Dragons. She's like Diddy. She's like the Diddy of Game of Thrones. Hey, I'm the artist for, or Prince. You know, like I'm the artist formerly known as Khaleesi. These sometimes they call me the Mother of All Dragons. What did you get, Daenerys of Targaryen? Daenerys Targaryen. That's her name. Oh, okay. DT. DT. Okay, so what did DT do? She turned to the Mad Queen and then burned the entire city to the ground and then oh. killed basically. I think there's probably like a hundred, like a lot of people, like a hundred thousand people in that city. Oh, really? Burned all on the ground. So they're all dead. What happened? Wh- how many main characters do they have left for this next episode that's coming up? Uh, they got a decent amount still left. Um, but I th- hopefully it's tight. The season's been really fast. So a lot of people are mad that the writing's been sped up and they haven't really. They have left a lot of loose ends. They're Whoa! We'll get to that towards the end of the show, sir. You're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. All right. Beta. Who's the beta right now? Who's the beta in Flan's eyes? Beta of the week? Beta of the week. Well, I mean, beta of the show, because you're going to do this again on Sunday. But yeah, beta of the week. I beta guess. of the week. Beta of the beginning of the week. 
goes to uh, Enos Cantor. Ooh, why Enos? Because he was too much of a beta to come up on the pick and rolls and guard Steph Curry, leaving 15 feet open every he, time. He is fasting for Ramadan, so maybe ah, there's a little bit of low energy there. Yeah, um, Can't drink water or eat anything, really, or just, you know, while the sun's up, which yeah. is kind of rough. Kind of rough because when the sun's down, you do a lot of sleeping. So I'd imagine he's doing a lot of napping during the day, yeah. eating at night. Um, we'll, we'll see how that works out for him in the, in the long run there. All right, so Danny from Game of Thrones, the Alpha, the Beta is Enos Cantor and the Zeta. This is the weirdest thing. Zeta, it goes to uh, Erdogan from Turkey. Erdogan. Uh, pre- the president of Turkey. I was going to say, hold on. I heard Turkey. I heard the name, and I was like, this is Game of Thrones again. And then I heard mm. Turkey. I was like, wait a minute. That's mm-hmm. a real place. Erdogan. Don't even know how to spell that, but we're going to try it anyway. Because he uh, doesn't like the way Enos Cantor has uh, respected him as a president, so he has now banned the Warriors Trailblazers series from being watched in this country. All Trailblazers <laughs> all Trailblazers games have been banned from Turkey, and, and they've gone on the record and they said, hey, if the Trailblazers make it to the NBA Finals, we ain't broadcasting the NBA Finals in Turkey either. He's looked at it as like a legit traitor. President Erdogan. It's crazy. I mean, Cantor is not the president, but Cantor's looked at as like a legit traitor. Yeah. Did you see that That uh, the Trailblazers, have, uh, they've already started to get ahead of themselves, so it's kind of shaky water here, but they've already uh, approached the Raptors, or the, the they've approached Canada, and they said, should the Raptors make the NBA Finals? Should it be us and Toronto, like the world's most boring NBA Finals? Um, I'm just kidding. I want, um, that's mean. But should it be Toronto and, and Portland? That they would want a, like a special counsel or or like a, a free pass for Cantor to travel because he's having some visa issues right now because mm. of everything that's going on in mm. Turkey, so he's he's kind of stuck in America right now. Not a bad place to be stuck, but you know he, he can't go to Canada. Should that be the case? All right, so Alpha Beta Zeta, Danny from Game of Thrones, Enos Cantor, and Erdogan from Turkey. Erdogan, not Erdogan. Erdogan. Excuse me. Sorry, I was trying my hardest to be. Um, proper and pronounce it correctly and i missed it and i misspoke thank you my fault hands up i'm sorry all right well looking forward to those those from you on sunday thank you let's move on to the talking points there's really only one talking point and it happened yesterday while i was covering a baseball game shout out to billy lytle he normally helps us out with our with our gambling segments he was texting me results as it was happening Flan, the NBA draft lottery happened, and honestly, I think it's one of the better things that, that the NBA does, and I would want to see football do it, but that's a hot take for another day. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Okay, so the top five picks, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Number four, the Los Angeles Lakers. Only LeBron could leave his team, that team be worse than the team he left for, and the team he left for still drafts ahead of the team that he left. Wrap your mind around that. Mm. Number three, the New York Knicks, which just brings such a joy to my heart. Oh, you have no idea. Number two, the Memphis Grizzlies. And number one, the New Orleans Pelicans. Are the Pelicans are bringing back that GM they fired? No. Oh, no, they hired bad. David Griffin, who was the Cavs GM during the LeBron tenure. So. Oh, smart. He really, he really did a smart. lot for that. He did. He did. You know? He helped build those teams for like the four years that LeBron was there. I'm pretty sure he was there. He was the guy who drafted Kyrie. 
I could be mistaken. If you're the GM of one of those LeBron teams, how much of that is just you being lucky you got LeBron and he was carrying your team, or how much of it is you actually put around good players? See, I am I am of the same skeptical state of mind. It's like it's like if you're if you're offensive coordinator for the Packers, the Patriots, like how much are you actually doing that? The rest of it's just the quarterback. I was gonna say D coordinator of the Patriots, but Belichick just took that over. So yeah. I you know. It, Part of it is you, you still have to coach the other guys, right? You can lean on, on greatness, but at the end of the day, it's still your job, and you have to put people in the positions to where they can go out and play. You need to construct a roster, right? So at the end of the day, the Lakers underperformed. Well, not the let's I, I switched to the Lakers. Sorry, the Pelicans underperformed. They said, hey, let's move on from this GM. New GM comes in. Granted, he's got a giant gift here because it looks like the Pelicans are just going consensus going to draft Zion, mm-hmm. and what you do from then on is what you do. He will be judged. He will not be judged off the Zion Williamson pick. He will be judged off of what he does with AD. If he's able to contact or get, talk AD into coming back for another year, good on him. But if he trades him, it's going to be about the haul that you bring back in return to build around Zion. And New Orleans is lucky because they were about to lose a transcendent talent a bona fide superstar in the league, and now they got, well, a bona fide hype machine. I'm not going to call him a transcendent athlete or, or a bona fide superstar, but he's he's transcendent as fuck, and he'll bring people into the stadium. They'll be able to sell jerseys. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for what the, the Pelicans could do, but let's talk about what really happened. Flan, how, how did you do in stats in college? Were you were you a big stats guy? Did you do all I was, right? I was aight. Okay. Do you remember the law of probability? Yes. Okay. Can you recite it for me? No. Okay. I don't remember it either. It's okay. Uh, quick. No. What? What? What were you gonna say? Nothing. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking it up right now. The law of probability theory or formula of total probabilities is a fundamental rule relating to marginal probabilities to conditional probabilities. It expresses the total probability of an outcome which can be realized via several distinct events. Hence the name. And apparently, in the New York school system, they just skipped that shit altogether. Because I laughed at the Knicks and the Knicks fans who were just thinking that Zion to the Knicks was a done deal. Only an arrogant New York fan. New York, which has the reputation in our country of thinking that they're smarter than everybody else. Because everything's centered back in New York, you know? The, the Well, entertainment's out here on the West Coast, but information out there, the news at all, all the hub is there on the East Coast. They just think they're smarter than us out here on the West Coast. We're definitely cooler, but they think they're smarter than us. No disrespect. It's, it's a mutual thing both ways. I want to say this. Who the hell are you, New York Knicks fans, thinking that you are above the law of probability? You had a 14.2, I believe, was the percent chance of landing the number one overall pick. The NBA specifically rigged this system to prevent prevent tanking, and you had the Cleveland Cavaliers, and who was the third team? Cleveland, New York, and Phoenix. Phoenix were the three teams that were had a 14.2% chance of getting the number one pick, and it goes to New Orleans, who had a 6% chance, which I think is great, because now my new favorite song is New York Knicks fans that are whining about man, nothing ever good happens to the Knicks. No, it's your front off. It's your front office. It's top down. Your owner, terrible. He needs to sell the team. He can't put anybody in position to help run the organization correctly 
Nobody wants to come play in New York because it's so dysfunctional. Y'all can keep calling it the Mecca, talk about how people want to come play there. Nobody wants to go play there, okay? What's best about this, too, is we're going to see, we're going to see here, the Knicks could potentially go from having their dream trio of Zion, Kyrie, and KD and end up with AD, RJ Barrett, and Kemba Walker. Not a bad lineup by any means, but you're the Knicks. You're the Mecca. You were supposed to get those three superstars, and now you don't. What happens? I heard a report yesterday from one Colin Cowherd. Uncle Colin Cowherd had a unnamed M- former NBA player slide in his DM on Twitter and say, hey, just letting you know, KD to New York, 100% done. He's already started messaging players about heading over there. Now, single source, not double source, so you can't you can't really trust the report. Who knows? And I've heard on the flip side that Marcus Thompson, the guy who covers, the writer who covers the Warriors for, I believe, The Athletic and sometimes ESPN, has said he believes that KD can be convinced as late as five minutes before the deadline as to where to choose to go. It's, it's going to basically be a matter of whoever talks to KD last will have the best odds of getting him to come play for them. So the Warriors, if the Warriors get on the phone with him at 11.58 and they say, hey, we really want you to come back and play with us, this is our plan, and you give him a good enough pitch within you know that, that time, KD's coming back. You don't give him a good enough pitch, KD's going off to play somewhere else. Now, right now, everybody seems to think it's either New York or Golden State. Those are the only two places. I wouldn't be surprised if he throws a, a wild card out there, just makes a random move, you know. But the way the Warriors are playing right now, I'm not totally tripping off of it. But, I, I mean, I, I, I want him back. I love you, KD. I love you, Clay. I love Clay Thompson, but I want KD back too. What are your thoughts on the draft lottery? I liked it. Uh, I think it was funny seeing the Bulls and, Net and Knicks kind of drop. Um, that was funny. But uh, Those are also the two like very poorly run organizations yeah. in the league right now. But um, yeah, I didn't like how the Lakers were the four pick, though. I didn't like that. But it's out. It's a very top-heavy draft. And who are the three prospects that we were talking about? Zion, yeah, John Morant, and R.J. Barrett. And don't look like the Lakers are going to get any of those guys. Yeah. So maybe they'll trade LeBron for one of them. Stranger things have happened. I would. I would do that. I would trade LeBron. I mean, it doesn't look like he's very focused on. Play. I don't think. The more we're going to look back at this LeBron to L.A. move, it was not a basketball move. It was a lifestyle move. It was to get everything else off the ground, and he's still able to play basketball here, and he's able to do it for a brand in the Lakers. But I don't see this thing working out long term. They were talking about NBA Finals. Obviously, we'll have to see how they construct the roster, but the roster as currently constructed, not very good. Not good at all. Yeah, I thought they'd be a lot better to see the Lakers. I thought they'd be a lot better. Didn't we all, though? Yeah, I for sure thought they would be a playoff team, but I didn't foresee. I think we stated that though at the when we were doing our NBA preview, we said way back when we said, "Hey, this is barring any injuries." You know, we, yeah. we don't know. We can't predict injuries or what's going to happen. Yeah. But, so your top ten draft is going to be Atlanta gets the number ten pick from Dallas, Washington at nine, Atlanta again at eight, number seven Chicago, number six Phoenix, number five is Cleveland. Number four is the Lakers. Number three is the Knicks. Number two is Memphis. And number one is New Orleans. I feel the, the, the person I feel bad for in all of this isn't Zion because Zion's going to end up enjoying New Orleans, right? That's a nice place to live. It's, a, it's a, I mean, from what I've heard, I haven't actually, I think I've, I think I've visited briefly, but I haven't had an extended stay there. But from all the pictures and every, all the videos I've seen, I don't understand why you wouldn't have a wonderful time there. I'm sure the same can be said for Memphis. But Ja Morant, oh, what a talent, what a talent, and he gets to play at Murray State, 
and now he gets to play for the Memphis Grizzlies, who I heard a rumor today could be moving to Seattle. That's one of the franchises the NBA has tossed around with saying, hey, let's bring them back to Seattle because it was messed up how we took them away. That's the only way KD would uh, drop his team and go play for the with Morant. He, he, I think he would do any If they were to move a team, put, put a team in Seattle, Durant would just pack up the next season, just you think, bounce. What is up with Shaq's jacket? Jesus. Oh, yeah. Um. So you think you think KD has such love for Seattle because that was the place? It sounds, like it sounds like he's, hasn't he always said he wants to, he wants to play back there again. He thinks that there should he thinks that that city should have an NBA team is what he said. It was unfair. Like he was very grateful for his time in Oklahoma City, but he also thinks that it was very unfair that they took a franchise away from Seattle. Why? Why, why did they do that? That's a good question. I'm not 100 percent sure. But the Grizzlies used to be in Vancouver. <laughs> and fuck that town. <laughs> Just because of your own biases during football season, man. We're talking basketball. Come on. Seattle's also going to – they're going to get a hockey team soon too. Don't care. Explore that north northwest market. But the Grizzlies used to be in Vancouver. They took them and moved them to Memphis. I never really understood that move. But they got a couple playoff appearances out of it. Not much after you that, should. though. Yeah. So, anyway, the draft lottery, I, I just I, – I couldn't get over that. Who did you think you were, Knicks fans, that you were above the law of probability? Like, your, your fate came down to ping-pong balls, and you really thought that you could just will those ping-pong balls into landing in your favor. <laughs> I don't think they wanted necessarily... I didn't think that they needed a... I think that they wanted one or two. That's what they really wanted. They wanted John Morant or Zion. They don't want R.J. Barrett. I don't think people were convinced enough of what they saw from R.J. Barrett this year. But, hey, you're going to get R.J. Barrett. He's going to be... I think he could be a good player. Now, is Fitzdale going to be able to develop him? Here's hoping. Is the front office going to be competent enough to surround him with some necessary pieces? Remains to be seen. Traded away Porzingis? Thinking that you're going to get these two max slots? You know what I could see happening? Follow me here. They trade, the, the Pelicans trade AD to the Knicks, sign and trade. So you sign AD for a max contract, trade him to the Knicks, take their third overall pick. So now you have the first and the third. You're able to rebuild like that. Mm. Knicks get one of their max contract players that they wanted, and AD is playing in New York, and then it's up to the Knicks front office to go bring another star in or, or another two, because apparently they have the they have the money for two bon- for two max slots, and then they'd bring another guy in and make him handsomely rich as well. People have talked about that on uh, USPN stuff, so we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm almost getting tired of it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. I'm, oh, I say almost. Almost just because at least there's playoff basketball right now and there's teams that are actually playing that I can worry about. If we were just in the middle of like June and the NBA Finals had just ended and we have to listen to it, once we have to start listening to this before the draft, that's when I think I'll get fully sick of it. And then once the draft happens, I'll be like, okay, it's over. We can we'll find out what's going mm-hmm. on, you know? Yeah. The only downside about the Dubs winning so much is I'm getting used to picking at the end of the draft. So I pay attention for the first couple picks, and I turn it off, and I'm just like, okay, got to come back in about two hours and see where the Warriors, who the Warriors select. And they always pick somebody from, like, some school that I'm moderately familiar with, and I have to go back and watch his highlight tape and convince myself, hey, there's some promise here. <laughs> Done that with uh, with Kevon Looney. Who was the draft? I did it with a couple other picks. I think picks Cincinnati there. guy last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jones. So, all right, moving on. It is now time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Mm. 
The Texas Rangers' Joey Gallo became the first person in MLB history to record his 100th home run before his 100th single. Wow! That's impressive. That is actually impressive. But that also shows you the state of today's game. And just how strong of a man that guy is. Okay, I was waiting for a response there. I didn't know if we lost you for a second. Yes, no. he's, v- he's very strong. He's very strong, big and strong. He drank a lot of milk and did his push-ups growing up. He's in Texas. He's but, everything's bigger there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is it's 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 home runner bust, right? So I'd say you take a look at I bet you he's got more strikeouts than he's got singles. Well, yeah, he only has 93 singles. Yeah, you guarantee he's struck would, it a lot I more. Assu- I would assume that he struck out a lot more in one season than that. Um, let's find out right now. He's not Tony Gwynn. Yeah, right. Who was it again? I totally blanked on the name. I got Joey this. Gallo. Joey Gallo. More sing- more home runs than singles. Let's find out. I'm looking it up right now. Last year, Senor Gallo recorded, oh, my God, 207 yeah. strikeouts. Yeah. 2017 was 196. You want to know what his yeah. batting average was? 209. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Say 217. Well, was that for 2017 or 2018? Oh, which year? 2017, he was, I think he was only at partial seasons, both of them, right? I have right here. How many at bats? 145 games, 148 Uh-oh. games. So in 2017, That's full season. he had 400. 2017, he had 248. No. Flan? Wrong. Oh. 220. Wrong. In 2017, Senor Gallo batted a whopping 209. And <laughs> and in 2018, in 20 Did we get to guess again? Yes, in 2018 he had 500 plate appearances. What was his average? This is the year with 207 strikeouts. Uh, 207. Ooh, very oh, close. Very close fun. Uh, I'm gonna say 214 cuz I'm a fan of Joey Gallo. Ooh, wrong. 206. Oh. But he, wow. hey, bounce back year this year, though, two, batting 256. So where's his 10-year deal? Sign him up for a 10-year, $100 million deal. Because that's so what we do in baseball. Chris Davis contract? Yeah, yeah, right. Good. Well, he's he's actually he's he's early. He's executing early. Like, he's he's playing like he's already gotten paid. Oh, yeah. So not, Smart. not good. His walk rate is actually way up this year, too. So yeah, I'm taking a look at 30, 30 walks 54 strikeouts, oh, on, or a slugging percentage of 628. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's handling his own. All right. I have something for you guys. Ready? So, this was a stat I heard earlier in the week, and I'm going to repurpose it for our show. Who are the three active baseball players? Flynn, I need your attention. Yeah, who are the, Okay. Who are the three Jeff. active baseball players who have 250 home runs but have played every single year of their career with the same team. The only hint I'm going to give you, because we have the 30 teams to worry about, is all three guys are in the National League. 250 home runs. 250 home runs and have played all all time with the same team. So Mike Trout, at the time this stat was, a stat was announced, I'm sure Mike Trout now has 250 home runs. He was sitting at 249 at the time the stat was announced. So Mike Trout's number four, but the other three are all in the National League. Uh, Joey Votto. Yes. Yadi or Molina. Wrong. Oh, Yadi's not. No, Yadi oh. is not. Buster Posey not. So you have you have Votto. Who are the other two? Let me know Votto. if you need if you need a clue. Um, 
they're all National League? All National League. Hmm. Chris, no. no. Not Chris Davis, no. Or Chris Bryant or whatever you're going to say. Freddie Freeman. Nope. Wow. Think steroids. Why would I think steroids? Because one of the guys on the list did steroids. Oh, he did steroids? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Thank you for phoning it in. Say I don't know, dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? It's common knowledge. Come on. Jeff, Ryan Braun. Yep, there you go. Steroids, Ryan Braun. Steroids, and then the Ryan the last one you're not gonna get because I didn't get it and I had to wait for the I had to wait for the answer. But I got I got Vado and I got Braun. I was feeling pretty good about myself. Alright, the last one is 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 same team. I'm gonna give you ten. I'm gonna give you ten seconds, Tim. You have ten seconds to think about it. Ten. All right, give me the uh, give me the division eight, first, and then eight, give me ten. East Coast. East Coast. So ten, he's in the Eastern Division. Nine, eight, seven, uh, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ryan Zimmerman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and that ends probably the worst two minutes of podcasting we've done. I can see that. But that was a fun little stat, right? You think about it. Where's Yachty at? Yachty, let me check. i got to look up how many home runs he's got. Yadier Molina has a career home run, uh, 150 home runs, so he's well underneath that. Wow. Yeah, right? Actually, the most he's ever had in his career was back in 2012 when he had 22 in a season. So, okay. Yeah. So Yadier Molina, not not quite there. I was thinking Bryce Harper, but Bryce Harper recently changed team. At first, I was thinking Bryce Harper, but he recently changed teams. I was gonna. Paul Goldschmidt, same thing. Yep. Uh, Stanton would have been another one, but he he obviously got traded or moved. Uh, it was another one that I was thinking. I was. Hmm. I was definitely thinking somebody on the Dodgers, like a Bellinger or a. Nope. Yeah. No. Just. It was one of those stats where I heard it. I, I got the first two. I heard the third, and I was just like, whoa. And Trout was one of the first people I guessed until until the uh, radio personality was just like, no, 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 no. Trout's at 249. He's out, so don't worry about him. So, yeah, there you go. Fun little trivia for you. Now you have something to throw out at parties if you're ever at a baseball party with somebody. Uh, just double check. ever go to parties in general. Yeah, it's true. You ever get invited? I don't. <laughs> I don't even get invited to Super Bowl parties that the host of this show hosts. Whoa. I get pity invites on the podcast. Is that really is that really what happened? That's really what happened. That's my fault. I apologize. It is your fault. <laughs> is there is there a major sporting event that's coming up here? That we, uh, we can UFC two forty one is coming up. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> what do you mean maybe we'll see? I am purchasing that fight. I'm purchasing that card. Who's who's the card? Um, I know that it's Diaz and Pettis. Is on that card. Mm. I want to say it's Cormier Miokic for the main event, and then there's one other good fight on there that I've been excited to watch. I don't know if it's the Cerrone and oh, it is Cerrone and Ferguson. I think he's on that same card. But mm, I could be okay. wrong. Okay, no, yeah, that is that just sounded like a stacked card. Might I'm not gonna buy it, but I'll for certainly stream it. For certainly, okay, yeah. For certainly, yeah. It's a new new one I'm rolling with. Okay, Tim, changing subjects. I don't know if you saw this. But it was just a recent report that popped up here. NCAA football could be making a return here as the NCAA is ready to 
compensate players for their likeness. They're not gonna. They were adamant that they're not gonna pay players. But hey, just for your likeness and jersey sales, like we're thinking about paying, giving you guys a stipend. So that would be enough. That would be enough to bring back the football game. On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? Sixty-nine. I was just about to scream that out too, off mic. To sixty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm super excited. That I, I still play NCAA fourteen. Yep. Yep. Still, still, still. And where'd you uh, learn about that from? What do you mean? The where'd you learn that that was going to happen or possibly happen? Why do I have to reveal my sources, bro? Because I like getting credit for what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was you. Okay, so yes, you did send it to me in the Instagram DMs, but here I am on Bleacher Report, and I scroll down, and it says, NCAA considering allowing athletes to profit from likeness. So, yes, breaking news. here You heard it here first from one Tim Brown, and yes. double verified by a Bleacher Report. How about that? Um, the NCAA has actually been talking about this for since summer of last year, and what they're running into, the problem is, is how they're going to compensate players. They're talking about doing it as a post, not graduation, well, either post-graduation or after they uh, get drafted by a team and then divvying up the funds that they collect so they're not getting paid in school because if you get paid in school, then you get schools like uh, Duke, who's a huge basketball school, but who knows what their women's softball team did and how you're going to compensate the players equally when they're both going to the same school and you know, both have scholarships and whatnot. So they, well, they've been discussing on how to do it, and that's what is going to come up next. I've been a proponent of that for a while, where it depends on what sport you play. You should go to a school that specializes in that sport, right? And not everybody can, and that's clear. But, like, if you're going to pay players at Clemson, just know that the Clemson football player is probably going to make more than the Clemson basketball players who will then in turn make more than the Clemson lacrosse team because it's all going to be based off of what profits you bring in. And before people say that's unfair, the Clemson basketball team – and the Clemson lacrosse program and all the other the other athletic programs that fall underneath that profit and are rewarded based off of the football team's success because the athletic department takes in that money as a whole and then it's on the school to partition it out correctly, whether it be build new facilities. Because they can't physically pay players, they just have to build them really nice facilities and castles and pamper them and make sure, hey, you guys aren't going to have to lift a finger. You'll have to lift some weights, but other than that, you're not going to have to lift a finger off the field. So... Right, and so that's why I think that post-graduation or post-draft compensation is going to be the best part of doing it, best or best resource for the college to do it. Totally they've makes sense. About, yeah, and they've also talked about other ways of compensating people. Um, the University of Miami is actually spearheading this, and they, I think they've started or are going to start doing something like that soon. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is the first year – Either this year or next year is going to be the first year where you can buy players' jerseys because in NCAA rules, you can only buy the year for the number or the number one or if it's a jersey that that player did not wear. So, like, so, I could go out and buy a University of Florida number 14 jersey and put Tebow on the back and it'd be okay? Yeah, as long as it's not number 15. That's, kind of, that. that's kind of funny. Or you could get, like, a two or a 1985 Florida jersey, number 15, that says Tebow, and it'll be okay because he didn't wear that same design. Ah, okay, okay, I got you. So for so, throwbacks, it's okay, but not for current day, current day uniforms. As long as they didn't wear that uniform while they're in school. Okay. 
I got you. That makes sense. I, I mean, I like it, and I understand from this, at least there's a little, it's like a, it's an insurance policy for college athletes, right? So let's say you have a college athlete who does very well, performs very well freshman through junior year, says, I'm going to come back for my senior year, maybe suffers a traumatic injury, knock on wood, of course, we hope none of that happens to athletes, but it does happen, and they're able to uh, have a little bit of a financial compensation when they graduate. Let's say their draft stock's affected, and they don't, they, you know, clearly they're missing out on some millions of dollars, but they get thousands in compensation from the university right well so, so that's another thing that a lot of universities have brought up is if something does like that does happen you get compensated for the difference of what your draft placement would have been if you get drafted which is rough because i could see that definitely like insurance companies where they say hey your car got in an accident but this auto shop is going to fix it for cheaper than this auto shop so who would they get their draft projections from right like what? Whatever team drafts that position at that pick is what they would go off of. So, like, say the Vikings draft a running back with their first pick, but it's number 13 in the draft. Then the projected, wherever he would have gone in his projection, closest to that is what he get compensated for. So, say he's, like, the number one running back, but he suffers an injury, and now he drops out. So, Flan, so Flan's the number one running back in college football. He gets hurt his junior year. And his stock falls. How are we? Enters, he enters the draft and doesn't come back for his senior year. Mm-hmm. He say he gets hurt halfway through. Whatever team, whatever wherever he was projected when his injury happened, so he's number one. Whatever team drafts a running back first is the slot that he gets the difference of money. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So it's not like you're saying, hey, he was a for sure number one overall pick. It's just based off of where the number, where the first position where the first player at your position is picked right well that could be unfortunate could you imagine being like let's say you flan are head and shoulders above all the other running backs in the nation you get hurt next running back gets drafted you were projected top 10 pick the next best running back gets drafted end of the first round or not until the second round and all that money's lost that's like even worse than um, well maybe not the injury itself because that nobody likes getting hurt but yeah that's why that's a wild process a thought process there yeah, that's not only football, that's across all sports, which brings up a good point about the Pelicans getting the number one draft lottery spot. Mm-hmm. And there's reports of, hey, Zion can go back to Duke next season. He can, yes. yes. So, <laughs> all the guys, <laughs> he being, which would be great. That would be he, he something. Has, he has not signed a shoe deal, and he has not hired an agent. We did omit that from earlier on in the show, so thank you for bringing that up. Yes, Zion does have the option of going back to college, but I don't think he's going back to college. And he has up until 10 days before the draft to declare. He had he that injury, that knee injury scare that he had where his shoe exploded. Are you kidding me? Duke Duke nearly lost their lost their shit. And you know his parents were in the locker room just like, do you know how much money you're going to cost yourself right now if you go back and play? Now, to Zion's, oh, yeah. to Zion's credit, he likes playing basketball, so he'll, I could see him doing it. But at this stage, why not get paid for it, right? Why not right. go out there? You've waited your entire life to get to the league. You're going to be a number one overall pick. You're going to sign... You have shoe companies throwing themselves at you. You could sign anywhere. It, the amount of money that this kid would turn down to go back and play at Duke for one year because he didn't like where the ping pong balls dropped, please, get out of here. Well, I mean, that's what the whole financial compensation too, right? How many Duke number one jerseys do you think they could sell next season if he comes back that says the name Zion or Williamson on the back? Oh, yeah, Cameron. all 10,000 people in Cameron every game would be wearing it. Right. So. Aside from the band who wears those blue and white striped polos, but 
except for on the last day, and then they'll have <laughs> Williamson jerseys on just yeah. to spite everybody. That is true. Yeah, let's get him paid. So, all right. So interesting there with NCAA allowing player compensation for players. Let's move on to this final topic here. The UEFA Champions League final has been set. And and it's just it's just the English Premier League, so it's going to be Tottenham versus Liverpool. Yeah, versus Liverpool. And when's Liverpool. the when's the game? Like two two weeks from now? Uh, from now? Yeah, I think so. I think it's next Saturday. Wild wild season from Liverpool. You ready for this, Flan? Liverpool only lost once the entire year. Only lost once in the in the Premier League, and still finished second behind Manchester City. Really. A point behind. I think they're the Damn. top three scorers too. Which is insane. I don't understand how that. I'd have to take a look at the fixtures to see how they tied a lot. How that ended? Well, yeah, uh, Liverpool did. Liverpool either won or tied, and it looks like Man City was either just winning or, or losing. Let's look up the league table. These are the champions. Yeah. Very well, sad that wow. uh, I One point. What a freaking match that was. No, that's why. Okay, so Man City finished 32-2-4, so 32 wins, 2 draws, 4 losses, and Liverpool finished with 30 wins, 7 draws, and 1 loss. They only lost one time, but the ties. The ties will do you. You need to win. They'll screw you over. Yeah. All right, um, and what were you saying about Ajax and, and the Champions League for semifinal? Oh, that was a uh, – I want to say they played Tottenham, and that was a freaking barn burner. Ajax went up 2 nothing. And then uh, I want to say that Tottenham came back and just scored four unanswered goals to one of which was one of which was the rushed corner kick, correct? The sneaky, I, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the filthy, cheeky little bastards. Yeah, I I love sports. Oh my god, watching the highlights, watching the, the highlights of that was League. so awesome. Not the Champions League final we wanted, but it's the one that we deserved. Yeah, I get it. It's. I, do we really think that the English Premier League is the setting the precedent for the best soccer in the world yes. right now? We think yes. so? Yes. Okay. Still, and this is proof of it. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty much if you took every basketball league in the world and put them all, took the top teams and put them all against each other, this is what you come up with. Yeah, you'd, you'd most likely have a Warriors versus another NBA team. Yes. I get it. I, I would assume so. Uh, the, the cynic in me looks at it and says, that's just where the most money is. So all the investors have moved no. towards the English Premier League. Oh, 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 well, that's what I'm saying. The cynic in me, I'm not. It's just a, it is, that is not where the most money is at all, Jeff. Where's the most money then? Uh, there's a lot of money in Syria. Uh, there's a lot of money in La Liga. And then China is actually making a big bum rush on money grabbed for players. Interesting. I would just, I would, I would just cite the Manchesters and the Liverpools of the world who are – the the heavy hitters in the English Premier League have a ton of cash flow. And it's not to say that, like, Juve doesn't or Inter doesn't or who, who else did you say? What other leagues did Barca, you say? Barca. Yes, Barca. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. They all have money. But notice how we only listed off two teams from those, from those, uh, from those leagues. We could list off a couple teams in the English Premier League that just have bankroll at the bankroll. Quote, a little boosy there. I got... Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, both Manchester City and United. Who else I could run Arsenal. down? Arsenal, yes. Can't forget them. So I'm just saying those are six teams right off the bat where I'm thinking to myself, there's there's some history there, but mm-hmm. equal parts history, equal parts 
tons of money, and they're able to go out and, and pull players like that. Like, remember when... To, Man- to, to your point, yeah, I would say that uh, United has done a really good job of gaining, and they actually bring up a lot of young talent. Because wasn't Pogba the record-setting transfer fee before Ronaldo happened? Right. So Pogba actually came up with United, but then got sold to Juve for nothing. Literally got sold to them for nothing, and then went back for a transfer fee. Yeah, Uve getting the... And then that's how they were able to afford pulling Ronaldo with that, with some of that money there, too. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's it's funny how that all works out. So, I like soccer. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm Where gonna, did those hammers finish? I forgot to look. Who are the hammers? West Ham, dude. Have you ever seen Oh, oh, gotcha. He's never. I don't think he's seen it. Neither have I. I have to, it's you on my, guys both. You guys need to. It's on my. It's on my Netflix clue. It it's on my Netflix queue. Become West fan, United fans. West Wait, what? What's the movie called? Green Street Hooligans. Oh, I see it. Good movie. So good. You oh, need to watch Spider-Man get punched in the face. That's a good one. Let's see. We're Highly recommend. Oh, Crystal Palace finishing in 12th. That's not good. That's who my current FIFA franchise is with. It gutted the entire franchise, and I've added nothing but young players hanging in there at the top of the tables halfway through the season. No big deal. Okay, West Ham finished in 10th. Nice. So, oh, yeah. The three teams <laughs> The three teams that will be relegated are going to be Cardiff City, Fulham, and Huddersfield. And Fulham. Fulham, oh, sorry. Man. Mispronounce that, but yeah, Fulham. That's they've been bouncing back and forth between tier two and in and, and EPL for a while. Fulham. Poor guys can't get it figured out. Well, Fulham was good for a little bit there. That's where uh, was it Gareth Bale came up with Fulham. Mm-hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. but if you, they were also mentioned in a Wale song mm. back in the day. I did not know that. Thank you, mm-hmm. resident Wale fan there. <laughs> yep, back when he rapped about sports all the time. Yes. It was great. Wolverhampton, wow. What happened? What kind of a season did they have? They've just barely missed out on um what was it? what uh relegation. You no no Europa League qualifiers. Oh. So Arsenal makes Arsenal makes the group stage of of Europa League, right? You have Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City making next year's Champions League. Arsenal makes the groups that qualifies for the group stage of the Europa League and then Man United is going to have to play in the Europa League qualifiers. Meanwhile, Wolverhampton finishes. Oh no, they weren't that close. They were nine points behind Man United, mm-hmm. so they were the best of the rest. <laughs> Finished above Everton, Leicester City, West Ham, Watford, Crystal Palace. So I'm I'm a little upset because I really I I don't do a good job of paying attention to the EPL, especially during football season and basketball season. So I really only came on to it here in the past like last two months. And that's only eight of the 38 matches that they play. Of course, you get the tournaments coming in. This is a good idea. I heard it was on the Levitard show, and I'm curious if you guys would be interested in this as well. What if there was more cups and tournaments in American sports like there are in international soccer, right? So you have the M- the MLB decides halfway through the season, hey, we're going to have a domestic cup, but it's single elimination. So all of a sudden, the Miami Marlins suddenly have something to play for, right? It's something that the fan base can hang their hat on. Like, hey, we won the domestic tournament this year. Fan, not a fan. But you get, like, minor league teams to participate too, right? So maybe just AAA affiliates. And they don't play They don't play their own affiliate. You'd have to line up the bracket to where they don't play. The, so farm systems aren't playing each other because that's a little sketchy there. But at least it allows 
teams that would otherwise not perform well, like all of a sudden the Twins, you know, they can hang their hat on something middle of the year. Fan, not a fan? I'm not a you fan might of that. Check where the, you might want to check where the Twins are right now in the standings. Okay, well, okay. Before My, you go to make assumptions like that. I yeah. would, okay, the, the Twins playing very well, excuse me. Very, me, very well. The Tigers, how about that? Let me fix it with the Tigers. <laughs> somebody, go. who was it that tweeted that out? They said the Milwaukee Brewers are something that nobody's talking about. The Milwaukee Brewers are playing great baseball. I quote tweeted him. I said, LOL, there's playoff hockey and playoff basketball on right now. Like, I get that you're a diehard, you're a hardo for baseball, Tim, so you're going to pay attention. I'll pay attention to the Giants games when there's not a hockey or basketball game on right now because of the playoffs. But, like, no, I'm, not, I'm not paying attention to that. Sorry. I don't pay attention. My attention doesn't swing to baseball until halfway through June once the NBA finals are over. Then I am balls deep in baseball and paying attention. Say so. Okay. Say so. I just had to come to my defense there, but I, I for for uh, misspeaking. Nobody was challenging. Misspe- well, I felt the need to cover it up by my mis mismentioning of the Twins and how they're actually performing well this year. Excuse me. The Miami yeah, Marlins was just, was just a giver. While the other person is walking down the entry ramp. Yeah. Hey man. <laughs> Always ready. You ain't gotta get ready when you stay ready. All right. So, Tim, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back on Sunday. I promise we'll be back on Sunday. It was just a, it was a, it was a weird stretch day that we were going through. I don't remember. It was Mother's Day on Sunday. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I don't remember what happened. Uh, the Wednesday. You had to cover a game or some bullshit. Yes, yes. So I had to cover a game, and then we had Mother's Day, which wasn't going to work out. And then now here we are. We're back in the saddle, and we'll be back on Sunday. We'll be back to speak yes. with you, back to speak with you on Sunday. We'll get the three up, three down, the baseball report. All all will be well. Maybe I'll learn something about the twins on Sunday. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll find out if Williams asked to do something cool. Okay. All right. Thank you, Tim. We will talk to you again soon. Yes, and I can't wait to hear about Flan's take on the white horse at the end of Game of Thrones. That's coming up later. It's coming up later. What? So excited. He's going to take it or to the old town <laughs> road. I saw that I saw that clip on Twitter. I thought that was funny. I'm like, I have no context for this whatsoever, but it's funny that they decided to choose this song with a Game of Thrones clip. I guess. I mean, it's the only song about riding horses out there. So. Not true. Not true. Look up the song Wildfire by, oh, who's it by? Michael, Michael Murphy. Look up that song. When did that come out? It came out in, I'm looking it up right now, 1975. Yeah, like I said, it's the only song that's out right now about writing. Oh, oh, right now was the qualifier? Sorry. Tim, before you leave, did you like the last episode? The last episode was good. There's a lot of uh, things that happened. Fire! There's a lot of fire and brimstone and death. Are you you on the side that you're pissed about it or no? No, because the person that I thought was going to take the throne the whole time, I still think is going to take the throne. (sighs) Yeah, I was. I, I my brother was all pissed off about it. And I, I had like literally was telling him, dude, they've been hinting at this since like season one. Yeah, and even uh, what's his name, Ferris said when the gods make a Targaryen, they flip a coin. And then also it, the, the thing I was, I was like, I was trying to tell him too is like the entire show, she's always had inv- advisors that have always like stopped her impulses, and she hasn't. And then this episode, she didn't have anybody advising her for anything. She's so just going off of just. She had a meltdown. She had yeah, huge meltdown. (laughs) Who was that? uh, What was that band? Was that Buck Cherry who did the song "Crazy Bitch"? Hey, yeah, crazy bitch. I mean, obviously about fucking. But here you go. You got got that right there. So Khaleesi, crazy bitch. Is she not going? Not going by Khaleesi. I'm just mad. I'm just mad. They're doing six episodes. It should have been an eight episode season. Bro, should have made. 
No, it's six. This is the last one coming up. They should have made you wait an extra year, and they should have gone 16-episode season for the wait. So that way you guys would have sat there, cried, 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 and then you could have gotten the ending you really wanted through 16 episodes. Just like the Steelers in their football season. Man, wow. Parting shot. I mean, well, you want to you talk shit about us, we'll talk shit about you. You could have talked shit about Peaky Blinders or any other shows that I watch. You didn't have to nope. go right want, for the throat. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Flynn, who do you think is going to take over the throne? Um, King I Arthur. want John. It's definitely King Arthur. My my wild card has always been Sansa. Okay, okay. But I think John will take it. But right, but with the way the season's gone so far, if that just that just seems too easy. Man, I still think that the guy's gonna take it, but we'll see what happens. Who was that? You kind of faded out there. Oh, the guy who could wheelchair Dougie better than anybody else in that show. Oh, Bran. Yep. I think I think he was the one that brought the horse in. Bran's gonna take over the throne and bring back the White Walkers. Oh, that Walker. would be insane. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I, I don't... Mm, there's a part of me that's skeptic because ever since they brought back Jon Snow after he died, I thought to myself, I'm like, well, that's an interesting loophole. What, are we going to just carry him through the entire series? Or I think this could be your standard... How upset would you be as a Game of Thrones fan if you got the standard Hollywood? Good guy. Our protagonist is going to win in the end, and Jon Snow sits on the throne. I think people will be happy with that, but it's not, that's not what's going to happen. No, not. It's not. Personally, I'd be pissed. Yeah. He's very upset. Like he, he, expect, he expects more out of his writers. That's what he wants. I will be absolutely furious if Jon Snow dies next episode. I will mm. be mad. You know they've already started writing a spinoff series? Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, so we'll see. They're going to they're gonna milk this thing for as long as they can. All right, Tim, thank you very much. Just like the Steelers in their Super Bowl hopes. All right, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to just argue that we're going to see what the Rams do, and the Steelers are definitely further along in a shot at just the playoffs than the 49ers. So be ready for uh-huh. that. Can your quarterback stay healthy? Yeah. Remains to be seen. Hasn't played a full Can season of football. Can your quarterback lay off the uh, – what was what was, our, what was our what was our word we had for today? What was our word of the day? Consent. Jeff? Yeah, Consent. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows that word. He consents to winning a championship. Uh-huh. That's what he's about yeah, every day. Yeah. He shows up. He puts in the work. That's all. You're bringing up stuff. You're like a plumber, bro. You're bringing up old shit. Old just, shit from way like back. My, just like my team name, I stare at Harris Tahoe. Yeah, uh, very funny. Yeah, and then Billy with the helmetless Hayabusa's. Everybody got their jokes in in the in the fantasy football league. I'm, I look forward to it happening again. Speaking of oh which, my goodness. I, still, I can't wait to see him not be able to throw 40 yards next season. I have to pay. I have to pay Bobo still for winning the league. We still have not paid out winners' fees, and I'm going to start sending out the text message of, "Hey, do you want to come back and join the league soon?" So I need to pay out first before I send that out. Oh uh, no, no, he still got Juju. They got James Washington out of Oklahoma State, and then DeAndre spell it with an I O, Ion. Uh, out of Toledo, so I'm excited for what what's gonna happen here with the Steelers, man. And then if Devin the Bush, ball can get there. if the ball can get there, yeah, don't you worry. He said he wants to play three more years, so. Well, that's great. So did Brett Favre. What happened to him? It's a different story. Concussed. Brett Favre was so also. Steve Young. What happened to him? Brett Favre got hit Concussed. so hard he started sending pictures of his flaccid dick to chicks. All right, it's like, whoa, man, you're clearly not thinking straight up there. At least he didn't get caught with a motorcycle. Hey, relax, okay? And then he got, in a, he got in a motorcycle accident, so karma, okay? Water always finds its level. Don't you worry, he almost died. Almost. It's he not p- horseshoes or hand grenades. <laughs> he, he posted a picture of him taking apart his, uh, like, youngest son's crib, and his kid was crying. I was just like, all right, there you go. Prime parenting in the Roethlisberger household right now. The only good thing the Steelers have ever had is Ryan Shazier. And 
and he's, and he's gone. Hey, oh. you know what? He's a great story. Oh, he is, yeah. It's him dancing at the wedding was really nice. Okay, Tim, we got to go. Flan's getting impatient. We got to finish up the rest of the show. We'll talk to you on Sunday, all right? No. Okay. Bye, hey, Tim. Flan, I miss you. Miss you. Jeff, go get another date. Oh, oh, wow. oh. wow. Wow, the shade. All right, thanks, Tim. Have a good one. Right, Peace. Bye. Flan, you hear that music? Yes, bitch. Schubert's own Ave Maria. That means it is time to put some teams to rest. R.I.P. Just as some of these teams. Let's start off with hockey. We're going to be respectful of hockey. The New York Islanders, gone. Gone. It was a nice run. You gave us a nice run. Yes. I'm looking up who exactly you got eliminated from. Yes. Eliminated by. Let's take a look here. Let the music play. Let it build up real nice and slow. The Carolina Hurricanes disposed of the New York Islanders in four games. Mm. Quick little sweep. That's the, the series that had me thinking Carolina might be a team of destiny. So we, we shall see as they progress forward. They're struggling right now against the Boston Bruins in the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. But still good on them. And we are also going to lay to rest the Columbus Blue Jackets, who were quickly disposed of by the – no, they weren't quickly disposed of. That series went six games. They lost to the Bruins. So RIP to Columbus and the United States of Torts or the United Torts of America, if you will. John Tortorella is their coach. Big fiery guy. I'm pretty sure he used to coach the Rangers. If I'm flexing the hockey knowledge there correctly. Plug it back in. No. There you go. Fuck you. Jeez. Okay. And then moving down the line, the Dallas Stars were eliminated by the... The, all, the Monstars. No, they were eliminated by the St. Louis Blues, but very close. Uh. Dallas Stars were eliminated by the St. Louis Blues... In a seven-game series, that, that, that went all seven games, right? You know, they're facing off against the Sharks, and then goodbye to the Lanch, because coolest logo in hockey, the Colorado Avalanche mm -hmm. with the A. You think so? I, I've always, since I was a kid, I've always liked that logo. Really, just the little snow coming across. Yeah, the I've always a. liked it for some I like reason. I like the Sharks, man. I like the Sharks logo. I think the Sharks got a good logo. The Lanch, no match for the Sharks. In seven games, so I mean, it, it went seven, so they were kind of a match for them. I'll take that back. So good, good. That's that's talking hockey. So we're caught up on hockey. We'll try and get a, a hockey expert in here to break down what could be a, a Stanley Cup Finals matchup. Moving on to the NBA. Let's. Who do you want to say? The Denver Nuggets. You are a nice story, but you're just. I think the Nuggets are one piece away from being one piece away. And I know they made. I it think to, they're one piece away from being like. They went. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, semifinals. But Jokic is good. He just gets tired. You need an. You need another guard play to complement Murray. And even so, I think maybe two. You need somebody who can play defense. A, a defensive. They're stopper. in the right direction. Oh, they're definitely in the right direction. But I don't think they're as close as they think they are. Mm. I think part of that was they they took the regular season very very serious, and they had some favorable matchups here in the postseason. And they were able to get through. Well, ultimately, I mean, they lost to the Trailblazers, but they took them. They took them seven games. So there's that. Next up, we're we're laying to rest. Is got to be the Boston Celtics. And what a disappointment, man. Well, I thought for sure this was a team that was going to come back. I I had them as as facing off against the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Many people had the Celtics winning the NBA Finals. And now I think Kyrie's gone for sure. And we'll see what happens with the rest of this roster. But embarrassed by the Bucks in five games. Shouts out to Paul Pierce who said that it was over after game one, <laughs> after Boston's game that one was victory, funny. and then a gentleman sweep occurred. 
And that is why ESPN is the best analysts. Well, you just get the best players to break that. Like, I don't need Jalen Rose and Paul Pierce telling me what's good basketball. Get out of here. Give me, like, Tracy McGrady and Scottie Pippen. All right, shouts out no, to the Give me Charles, Shaq, you're and Kenny. A t- you're a TNT guy. Yeah, there are people that don't take themselves seriously, and mm-hmm. they just have a fun time. And Charles has made about six incorrect predictions thus <laughs> far. So it's He okay. doesn't care. He just keeps making more and more of them. And then next up, the 76ers. Joel Embiid crying. You hate to see it, but it happened. Music's ending, but we're still going to rant on anyway. You hate to see it happen, but I also like it because it shows that he's impassioned. Moving forward. Also, I got to wonder, is when you're like a camera guy, like, is there a thing called, do they have a thing called space when you're a camera guy? No, like, none whatsoever. <laughs> you have to get like, the shot. Bro. You, have to, you have to get in there and get that shot. Man, I'd be so pissed if I was Joel. I mean, like, get, I'm like, get this camera out of my sh- damn face. Swinging on the cameraman. Like I'd, I'd be doing it way too often, I feel like. Yeah. It's, I mean, you like to see it because he's impassioned, but at the same time, it's like, you can't be the guy that goes and selectively picks who you're going to troll and then break down and cry because you guys lost on a on an absurd game-winning shot from Kawhi Leonard. Absurd. But, and then last but not least, the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Nerds! You really thought that was going to work out there, huh? Mm-hmm. Hucking up 53s again. People say they don't like the way Golden State plays. I don't like the way Houston plays. It is, let's run down the court, huck up a three. If the three's not there, drive to the basket and flail. Oh, oh, and they'll flail while they shoot, too. Don't get that wrong. Chris Paul, bitch made. Mm, I'm saying it. I'm saying it right now. He's too old. He's not going to do anything for the rest of his career. We enjoyed the heyday of Chris Paul. He was raw back when he was playing for New Orleans and while he was with the Clippers. And the Houston Rockets, Chris Paul, while he may have put up some numbers, can't stay healthy. He's a shell of himself. It's over, people. It's time to blow up this Rockets team. Let's blow it up. Five years they finished <sighs> bridesmaid to the Golden State Warriors. Five years. That's insane. Five straight years. Sounds like the Steelers and the Patriots. Well, that's <laughs> very uncalled for. It also sounds like the Niners and Rams. So. Oh, that's been one year, dog. Oh, one okay, year. really? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Niners? Rams were irrelevant for until this past Niners, year. Niners, Seahawks. How's that gone? Oh. Two years. Whoa. Then we came irrelevant. Well, man. We haven't had a team that's been dominating us. We've been dominating. Legion of Boom really shut down Crabtree. Sorry, ass sorry, ass receiver like Crabtree. How long has it been going on? It's like since like uh, 2010 what? from the Patriots. You just the Patriots just dick on you guys. And the Patriots dick on everybody though. Yeah, you go ahead and look at the Super Bowls. The Patriots are in there every you other guys year. Guys, seem to uh, not be able to get. You're, you're the team. You just can't seem to get past them. That's fair. Every time. That's fair. Hey, handled them in Week 15 though. Handled uh-huh. them in Week 15. That was the Super Bowl. Well, right there. <laughs> that was the Super Bowl towards sure. the end of the season. There, beating them. Ooh, I was. I remember that like it was yesterday. I was so juiced. Joe Hayden sealing the game-winning interception there on the sideline. Oh, it tickles Where, me. Where'd I get you? Anyway, it got me right here. <laughs> it, it got me. It got me Devin Bush. That's what it got. Oh, good. Best pick of the draft. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Plugging up that defense in the middle. Best pick right, of the draft. Return of the curtain. That's what's gonna happen there. The curtain's going to put a hurtin' down on any opponents that come through Steel City. Oh, and when they go on the road, too. Speaking of which, we still need to buy tickets for the Niners-Steelers game, which you're conveniently... When they go down, I will. You're conveniently avoiding me for it. Yeah, I know. They're expensive, dude. We're going to be chancing that on Ticketmaster or StubHub at the last minute. All this, the, the entire plan all summer long, we're going to that game, we're going to that game a week before. We still need to get tickets. Yeah, probably not going to go. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, back on the Rockets, I think it's time to blow it up. Five straight years finishing bridesmaid to the Warriors. That's insane. Mm-hmm. But but to your adage, it is nice to be on this side of that five-year stretch, right? As a Steeler fan, I know losing to the Patriots, it hurts. It's heartbreaking. 
But as a Warrior fan, watching them beat the Rockets year after year after year, it gets better every time. <laughs> every time. Daryl Morey's also shouts out on Twitter to the Warriors have gotten shorter and shorter every year. At first, it was like, hey, congrats to the Warriors, superior team, blah, 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 we'll be back. And the year after that, congrats to the Warriors. They tried really hard. And then I think they didn't even get a tweet this year. I think he might have just tweeted, what a season, or something, <laughs> something stupid like that. So That'll do it for rest in peace. We've, we've done put those teams to rest. All right. Flan, now it's time. We're almost at the home stretch. Now it's time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner. Ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. First up on winners and losers for this episode of the podcast, Flan, the New York Jets have fired their GM, replaced him with interim GM and head coach Adam Gase, who has apparently gone and said that he didn't even want to pay Le'Veon Bell. So what do we make out of what's going on there in New York? Who's the winner? Who's the loser there? Um, well, the winner is Le'Veon. He's got paid. Loser is didn't the Jets paid. organization. Didn't get paid nearly as much as he wanted to. He got though. paid, though. He got I paid. Sound, those, it seems like he's more interested in the years than he was the money. Mm, that's true. He did want He did want a little bit more safety than that there. I don't know. The Jets, I'm excited for what they can do, but I don't understand why you fired your GM after you got your you got your franchise quarterback. It was an odd time to fire you got, a GM. You got your running back. You've addressed the defensive issues. You got Quentin Williams in the draft. Like you had a phenomenal draft. You've had a phenomenal offseason if you are the New York Jets. You got Adam Gase, who's very creative offensively. Why are you firing your GM? That didn't that was a head scratcher right there. All right, next up on the list, winners, losers. Doug Baldwin retired. And I just let's be a little respectful because he was facing some health issues here that he wasn't able to to overcome. Winner, loser? Loser. Okay, we're going with loser. Okay. Interesting. We're not gonna get I don't even know what's wrong with Doug Baldwin, but good for him. I hope he hope he gets better. Always a loser in my book. All right, next up on the winners losers list, the NBA has decided, hey, He's since, pretty good though. Since the he is. Since the draft lottery is such a success, let's start free agency earlier. So they bumped up the start of free agency. Winner or loser for this? Winner. Of course it is. You got to compete with the. Is NFL it also it's at time. prime time at six o'clock on a f- whatever day that is. For when it when it begins. It's like six o'clock East Coast time, so that's like prime time Ooh, television. Right. Yeah. With all the stories that'll be breaking with with who signed. I remember last summer I was up in Oregon when we found out LeBron was going to the Lakers, and it was nuts. That was a nutty off season there. That was that was going on. All right, moving on. ABC has unveiled what I, you said. Rapid fire. No, 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 no. That's not like a nutty place to hear. Uh, the place probably went crazy up there in Oregon for no, LeBron. We were up on like we were out <laughs> in the middle of the boonies. We were just watching in some cabin, and I just lost my mind. I was like, "Whoa, holy crap!" All right, ABC has revealed its first three Saturday night games for the college football season. August thirty first, Auburn versus Oregon. What? Interesting. Yes. No. Maybe That's so. A loser. Okay. Week two, September seventh, LSU versus Texas. I'm about that. Okay, and week three, Clemson at Syracuse. That is weird. Yeah, right. What a what a dud. I don't. I like the first one. Auburn Oregon could be a good game. I like week one and week two. Week three, that leads me. That's a question. I don't know why you'd put Syracuse against Clemson on national television. Yeah, that's just gonna be a, a shellacking. Is what's gonna happen there. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, Vlad Guerrero Jr has officially logged his first two home runs as a major league ball player. Mm. Unfortunately, they came at the expense of our San Francisco Giants. Winner or loser for Vlad Guerrero Jr.? Uh, winner, because I was there. Were you really? At the game last night. Oh, how was it? You didn't even tell me. How was it? 
Uh, it was good. It was a little cold and a little chilly, but it was good. Ballpark empty? Yeah. Yeah. Remind me of 07 and 08. Hardly anybody showed up. It's embarrassing. But at least you got to see Early 2010. How was that swing? Nice. He had had a a liner down the uh, third baseline. It was an absolute shot. I just imagine when he hits a baseball, it sounds like a shotgun getting fired off. It's loud. Yeah. It definitely is loud. A wooden shotgun. Like what a a wooden shotgun would sound like if it got hit by a baseball. But uh, imagine it's just a loud... Yeah, like, it's it's loud. And not even a not even a knock. It's just a pop. Also, shout out to the Giants for really fooling the uh, Blue Jays yesterday with their opener situation. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. No, no, not at all. Three runs in the first. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Jones next up on winners losers. John Jones has picked Steve Miocic over Daniel Cormier in their rematch. Tim was hinting at this earlier with the UFC card. Winner or loser here, Flan? I'll let you pick who's the winner. Uh, I'm gonna go like a draw because I really don't know anything. A draw, okay. Uh, wait, Cormier is the big, the, the more of a fatter heavyweight looking yes, guy. Yeah, well, winner, winner, winner. Okay, so big he, winner. But he's got Cormier losing. So John Jones is rivals with Daniel Cormier, even though Cormier technically never beaten him. But John Jones had the drug test and whatnot. Cormier beat Miocic to get the title at heavyweight. Whoa! Did he? I'm testing my memory. Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it did happen like that. Anyway, somebody's yelling at their phone right now, saying, "No, that's wrong. Hmm. Probably is. Whatever." So you're going to say it's a win for Cormier because his rival is saying, no, nah, he's not going to win. Yeah, motivation. Okay. Well, I just said winner for the for the fight, right? Oh, okay. Win for the fight hype, yes, because you yes. got John Jones weighing in on it. Okay. I like that. And lastly here, the PGA Championship starts this week. Mm. So win for golf because they bumped up the PGA Championship. Who's winning this tournament? Is Tiger going to win it? Uh, I'm going to go my guy Jordan Spieth. I want to see a comeback from Jordan Spieth. He's been out of it the last two years. I want to see Jordan Spieth mm, back at it. Interesting. Okay. I like Spieth. Don't watch enough golf to even try and fathom a guess. I could throw out some just say, Just say a name. Molinari. Francesco Molinari. How about is that? Is that a golfer? Yeah, it is. He's oh. really a golfer. He's Italian. Okay. Jim, Brooks Kepka. Oh, Brooks. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Rory is Rory gonna make a comeback? Oh yeah, he'll is be Rory, there. Is Rory washed. Rory's been out of bit. Rory's just been there for like the last three or four just years. He hasn't really won anything. He's a jag, just a guy. I think the, I think the mass is the last thing he won. Poor Rory. Okay, now it is time for the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just it just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Flan, I'm going to let you start off with Game of Thrones. Go ahead, even though you kind of already talked about it with Tim. So anything that you've omitted that you just thought of that you want to throw out there for Game of Thrones? Uh, no, I just think if you are mad about it, don't don't watch the finale. Wow, I see right here thousands of Game of Thrones fans are petitioning for a remake of the final season. They're just mad because their favorite character turned into a villain. Ooh. <laughs> and they've been, they've been hinting at it since the very first season. We're still talking Khaleesi there? Yeah. Okay. That, no, that's literally, that's literally what the whole show is about. This, this, so uh, to give you a backstory, her father is the Mad King. Mm-hmm. And he is lost. That the, is that the short guy? Is that the no, 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 no. Okay. So he he was before the whole storyline started. Oh, okay. And the thing with him is that he started a war, and he lost his mind, wanted to burn his city that he that he King's Landing to the ground. Mm-hmm. So they had this thing called wildfire, which like this is like this green fire, and they literally placed it everywhere underneath the city. And he's about to burn the whole city to the ground, 
And then this guy named Jamie Lancer came and killed him. And then he got his title to the Kingslayer. Oh. But that that guy is Danny's dad. Mm-hmm. So the whole show, she's been saying, I'm not my father. I'm coming there to free people of um, tyrant. I don't know. Just basically just people that aren't helping the poor. She's basically being this angel. But she's always had these spurts throughout the seasons where she's like lost her mind kind of. And then, But the thing is, she's always had advisors around her to kind of get her more of a clear head instead of just being, I want to kill people. Mm-hmm. But this season, they've killed off all of her advisors and people that are close to her that she trusts. Either that or they've, they've uh, betrayed her. So she has nobody to really lean on. So when she lost her mouth and impulse, she just burned the entire city to the ground. Oh, okay. Which is what her dad wanted to do. So then she got the tile Mad Queen, and everybody hates that because she was such a beloved character. And they feel like they just ruined her. They feel like they just, they just tossed it seven years. Of, Down the uh, drain for yeah, nothing. I which can't is it. not true because they've been literally getting ready for that episode of the un- since season one. Oh, okay. All right, moving on. Thank you. So me. shut up, nerds. Yeah, shut up, nerds <laughs> and Rockets fans. A.K.A. Kevin Flanagan. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, little Flan. And next up, Rick and Morty. You a Rick and Morty fan? Making a comeback in November, right? Yep. Season four has been announced. It will be back uh, in November. I still need to catch up. I I think I'm. Oh. I need to rewatch season three because I was pretty spotty about when I was tuning in for it anyway. So, all right, and. Next up on here, ooh, how about this? Lamar Odom says he regrets cheating on Khloe Kardashian in new <sighs> memoir. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Sucks, sucks, Lamar. I'm sorry. We all make mistakes. I want to go back to that Rick and Morty thing. Um, do you have a favorite scene from Rick and Morty? Like, one I don't really watch it. What? No, I haven't watched much of it. Okay, well, Flan and I are going to reevaluate our friendship when this is done. So. You can't say shit when you haven't even watched Game of Thrones, dog. <laughs> you can't say shit. That's literally, that's literally the greatest show ever. Uh, that's our trade-off, right? I don't watch Game of Thrones. No, it's not a trade-off because Rick and Morty's <laughs> here and Game of Thrones is like above the whoa, ceiling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Nice. And last up on here, I have... Oh, wow. Disney has full operational control of Hulu. So buckle up. Disney is taking over the world. I wonder when government's going to step in and say, dude, you can't be doing this anymore. What do you mean? Literally, the government can... You're about to have a huge merger between two companies. Government can stop it because then it creates a monopoly. Mm-hmm. And monopolies are not good for the economy. Okay. And it's not good for small business. So you kind of start wondering when's the government going to kind of step in and like tell Disney that you can't be taking every single big, huge media outlet i don't really want to make this political but i have a feeling that we have somebody in office that has looked at a monopoly before and has said you know he stopped some already i wish i oh really okay yeah. i was gonna say my gut reaction again i only pay attention to sports i only pay attention to politics when i have to when i'm getting paid to post the stories online at work i would not surprise me if there were some advocates of a monopoly sure i mean on, yeah on i can see side. that but yeah and they're like, at some, not, at some point you're gonna wonder like when will that stop? You got lots of politicians trying to break up Facebook. Facebook days are numbered. Whoa. Yeah. And once Facebook's done, they're going to come after you, Twitter. And I like Twitter, but they're going to be definitely coming after Twitter once they get a hold of Facebook and they topple that. And then once that's done, Instagram Twitter, and Snapchat. As long as there's a need for breaking news, Twitter will always be relevant. That's true. It is true. And, and as long as there's a need for regular Joes to air out their day-to-day grievances on a but the, but internet the, but, diary. But the most, what 
Twitter is mostly used for though is breaking news and getting you getting you stories fast and quick and on the spot. And as long as that is what people want and like are still like get their source or their news from, then it will be relevant. And people, specifically past partners of mine, I can tell you, really do appreciate fast and quick. Because like uh, Facebook, the only thing you'll get articles, you're not gonna get any like quick boom boom booms. No, yeah, Facebook is all well. Facebook, I, I've noticed from at work, Facebook is more of a video option now. So like videos and live streams. Get a lot of play on Facebook. Yeah. Twitter is more of your posts. And then, of course, you got pictures on Instagram and Snapchat. Okay, that'll do it for us. Flan, do you have any announcements to make? Anything you want the people to know about? Uh, might be a late show Sunday because I'm going to the Jensen's house to watch Game of Thrones. Okay, so we're so looking at like, like a 10 o'clock show, you're saying? I'm not sure what time. but I'm going to have to take such a fat yeah. nap on <laughs> Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Okay, late show on Sunday. Or we can just do it Saturday. I'm not doing anything Saturday. You want to do it Saturday? I'm down to do it Saturday. We'll see what Mateo's doing. So we'll go Saturday show and then possibly go out to the bars. Yeah, I'm down. Since you turned me down a couple times last time. Ian down. And you had some luck out in Petaluma, so shout out to you, but we don't have to bring that up. So shout out to Flan. And my news, I mean, obviously you can follow my articles on YSN365.com because we have just now reached the NCS portion of baseball and softball season, so your boy's going to be out there covering. But shout out to you, members of the loyal cohort. The small number that I appreciate so much. Since doing this, we've had a little bit over a year journey of doing this. It finally came to fruition. I was right now, ignore the fact that I work for a radio station, but I was brought on air to talk on air. I had a 10 minute little interview there to talk about Giants baseball, make some predictions, what my thoughts were on, on where the franchise is headed. I encourage everybody to go to ksro.com, go to the tab that says Pat Kerrigan, because that is the host that I work with, and scroll down. And look for the article, or look for the audio interview file that is Pat and I talking Giants baseball. Finally came on, finally made it on air for the legit segment. It wasn't just like a pity, like hey, here talk for a minute to fill air. No, legit had a segment, talked about it, and I felt very prepared and calm, cool, and collected at the mic because we have done this for so long now. That was the original purpose of the brainchild was that when the time came, I'd be comfortable on air. Shout out to you, Flan. Shout out to Mateo. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to everybody else. Kurt, Bill, Quok, who hasn't been on in a while. Cousin John. Almost forgot Cousin John. How could I forget? Keep it all in the family. Everybody that's come on this show and helped make it happen. This is not, we're not canceling it. Don't worry. This was just a momentary, hey, I want to observe you guys because you helped make this happen. You got me prepared for the time. When the time came, knocked it out of the park. And now, now. Breaking news here, mutterings of there might be some uh, sports reports there on the political station featuring yours truly. Nice. So, hey, cool. hey, just saying, for a podcast that hardly anybody listens to, but we do appreciate the people that do listen, we love you. We love you, loyal cohort. You are amazing. You, right there. You listening right now. I love you. You're amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> did it for you. Did it for me, but I did it for us. How about that? Yes, Batch. All right. And before we fully, fully sign off, I do want to give a shout-out to friend of the show. He's avoiding us because his Lakers have been sorry as all hell. He just released a new EP. Shout-out to our friend, Snow Xavier. He's, we, he's where we get our, our the beginning of the show music from. He's where we get the end of the show music from. Snow Xavier. X just dropped a new project. I am... Um, no, 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 no. SoundCloud... 
Where are you? It's available. It's going to be available on Spotify. It's available on SoundCloud. Look up Snow Xavier. He just dropped his project titled Swell. It actually just dropped two hours ago. I will be playing. We'll 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 play some music from it in future shows. The single, if you will, slide the outro music that we've been using for the past couple of shows is absolutely amazing song. I like drum just from what I've I've gone through and listened to so far. I like about off top from what I've heard. Three bops already I get down with, and the rest I'm going to have to dedicate some more time and listen to. But shout out to you, X. Thanks again for letting us use your music. It's come a very long way. I will say there are certain songs that I do not get down with, and then there are certain songs that I play and I go, I can't believe this dude made this. That's really, that's dope. That's really cool. I, I get down with it. It's going to make it into my playlist. Mm. So shout out to you, X. Congratulations. We wish you nothing but the best. Stop ducking us. Come back on here. Answer for your sorry-ass Lakers, and then we'll talk some music. We'll have a little interview with you. We'll have a good time. Does that sound good, Flam? Sounds good to me. Yeah, so now we're just going to tweet at X nonstop. In fact, I think Flam's tweeting him right now as we speak. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back on Sunday to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, uh, yeah, hey, hey. niggas talking, I'ma walk, don't worry about it, yeah. setting transits, niggas late like Jimmy Fallon, yeah. moving silence, I don't speak upon the violence, Woo. up you with that, pledge allegiance to the flagging, Spit. bring your static, talk your shit and drop your address, Woo. we got time today so check your rollie and your paddock, yeah. backstage shorty John Stockton where's your passes, yeah. looking at a star not Ray Charles where's your glasses, Woo. cop car next to us got flipped off like gymnastics, Pick six, I'm to the house like UPS with that package Office smelling that sweet smell of that short-term satisfaction My shit in the way blasting Open doors and go Casper, nigga I'll feature like Jasper Hit that bit with a multi-milli after I remember what y'all broke nigga said backwards Burning bitches with some nicks in this backwood Please sweep for the artist.